Welcome to Brain Power with Dr. Laurel Mellon. Our program will show you how EBT, or emotional brain training, unlocks the power of your brain to connect to your inherent strength, goodness, and wisdom, and enhance your health, happiness, and purpose. Now, here's your host, Dr. Laurel Mellon. Hello and welcome to Brain Power, Real People, Real Solutions on Voice America Radio. I'm Dr. Laurel Mellon and I'm so happy that you're here. One of the things that happens in the course of this program that we've been on, this is our 13th, I believe, is that we've learned that many people don't even know they have an emotional brain. And the emotional brain, the unconscious mind, is the most important part of your entire being because it holds these beautiful circuits that either trigger you to spiral down into stress, reactivity, and overload, and all those things, or at that same juncture, instead, when life is coming at us, to be able to move through that stress and spiral up to a state of connection. And that state of connection is where we have an activation of healing chemicals instead of harming. We're at our best in terms of what's called homeostasis, not the dreaded allostasis, which sends us down. And that's our power to create our best life. So I welcome you to this program. Before we get going, I'm so excited that we have a very special guest today. Our special guest is Dr. Linda Frasetto. Uh, she is an EBT researcher, one of the four people who actually constructed the conceptual base of EBT at UCSF and really focused on that whole idea that we can rewire the stress response. Uh, she's an internist, a kidney specialist. She's a professor emeritus of medicine in, in the division of nephrology at the University of California, San Francisco. And it's wonderful to have her join us today for this program that's really looking at integrative healthcare. Why are we so stressed? EBT is the brain-body solution. And we'll be talking more with her in just a moment before I welcome her. And I know we already have a guest. And we have a few emails that I want to be sure to answer. First and foremost, I want you to know that the basis of this program is all science. It's about the unconscious mind, which you probably thought of Freud and you thought of, uh, you know, psychiatrists and all the different ways you can get really complicated with the unconscious mind. But from a neurophysiological standpoint, it's very accessible. In fact, in EBT, we use it. There are five levels of stress in the brain. You learn how to figure out what level of stress you're in and use an emotional tool. That's why emotional suppression is what causes us to be so stuck because we're not processing our emotions. EBT gives us the skills to do that. Use the tool for that spiral up to connection, and all of a sudden it's a blue sky day, no matter how rainy it is, or snowy, or foggy, or smoggy, or whatever. So, the point is that we can take control of our experience of life by taking control of our emotional brain. I want you to stay tuned because we're going to begin right now with our program, which again is Why Are We So Stressed? Well, obviously, we're all stressed, it's COVID, it's everything else. But there's a lot that goes into understanding how to move away from that stress overload and reconnect with ourselves, even in challenging times. So I'd like to, to welcome um, our guest today, Linda Frasetto. Again, Dr. Frasetto is uh, an EBT researcher, an internist, kidney specialist, professor emeritus in medicine. I met her many years ago. 
And she uses EBT personally. She teaches it in our elective for medical students. And she also does amazing research. So I really look forward to her contribution today. And welcome, Linda. Yeah. Hey, Laurel. Thanks so much for having me on today. Well, I'm very, very pleased that you, you you come and share some of your ideas. I just wonder if you could give the listeners a little a little background. How did you get involved with EBT? How do you use it today? What's what's it like in your life to have EBT? Yeah, so I started, I'm going to say maybe 15 years ago now, um, sort of hard to remember. Um, but what I do remember is that I was really unhappy at my at my job at that point, um, I just felt like I was stressed out all the time. I had too much to do. I was really, really unhappy, um, and I and I was really grumpy. And um, it reminded me of one of my relatives. And I was like, I don't want to go through life being like her. So what can I do about this? And then literally I happened to be walking in the lobby of the medical sciences building and I saw an advertisement for your class. Um, And I was like, might as well try this. So, um, and um, really, that was my introduction, and much to my complete amazement, um, it actually worked like right away. Um, it, at least for this one little thing that we were working on, um, I actually. I think we used the word popped then. I don't think we use that anymore, um, but <laughs> spiraled up. Sorry. <laughs> um, and, um, and it worked, and I was like, my goodness, like there, this actually does help. Like it actually does make sense, and it actually works. Um, and that was really my introduction to it. Um, and, you know, so I've, I've kind of done EBT on and off now for 15 years. And what I think I can say is that before, if you were saying, well, you know, most of the time, if you're not doing well, you're down around a four or a five. I think I used to be kind of all the time at a four, and maybe I'd go up as much as a three, and then I'd be down at a five for a long time. So basically, I was just kind of sitting there, you know, averaging a four, and and really with a, a lot of work, um, because to really make EBT really work, it, it takes a while, um, and... Um, you know, it, it's it's not something that you can just immediately fix everything. Um, but what I can say is that now I'm pretty much more or less always at a two, and so like in general, I think my 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 feeling that I'm more in control um, is, which for me is super important, um, was really what what made me think that EBT was so terrific. So. Well, I, I, you know, I'm happy that that actual class you took was a class given by the Chancellor's Council on Faculty Life that was offering EBT to faculty members. And I think in a total, we trained uh, 200 researchers and faculty members during that phase. And many people stayed on with it. And one of the joys, of course, is working with you over the years uh, because of your scientific background and your, your medical background in research and just you. And one of the things that I know many people listening are are worried about right now is work stress. And I remember knowing you over the years because we would go into 
you know, there's a, there's DBT is also a group program. You come in, you get the app and you get that experience like Linda had where you just pop and it feels so good. And then the brain says, well, I have a lot more things down here. I want you to work on and I'm going to give you plenty of ways to pop or to spiral up to clear away that emotional trash or that emotional clutter. And um, also a big part of it is you get into a group. And the reason you do a group is because the emotional brain is a social brain. It likes to be around other people. And when you're around other people, you sort of borrow their functioning. In other words, you're sitting there using the tools with your app. And all of a sudden, just because someone is typically not a relative or not a friend or not anyone that could essentially come back to you and say, now, didn't you tell me that other time that you were stressed about this or remind you in any way? In other words, it's perfectly safe and confidential. In these groups, you can use the tools together and the brain knows that it's being held in that state of warmth, just listened to without any advice. And so the brain able, is able to work more deeply with EBT and change faster with it. But always when we'd finish our group, and this is when we were having a group at the university, we do almost everything now remotely through telegroup because it's more confidential and it's a more convenient, and particularly now. But, but you would always leave and you would go upstairs to the 12th floor where you were engaged in a million different research projects, mentoring students and graduate students and researchers. And I always thought, how does she do it? And I know that there's a lot of work stress. And I know that's a particular interest of yours is using EBT for work stress. And I, I wonder if you could share a little bit about that experience for you and why it's important to you. Yeah. So I'm going to say that I really think that um, it's two things. So um, one is the is EBT is a communication tool, and I'm I'm actually a physician. I I have I do a lot of um, work with patients, and as a kidney doctor, um, many of my patients are really unhappy or really angry um, because they have this problem, and so. One of the things that I think is super useful for EBT, and this is one of the things that I think is really important to teach um, to medical students and nursing students, for example, um, because they're also going to deal with these same kinds of people, is that you can see, like, what level are they at and what level am I at? And in order to talk to somebody, if I'm like at a three or a four, well, that's not going to work very well. Um, so I, I, in order to to be able to have this conversation with them, need to be more at a one or a two so that I can listen better and so that my my emotions aren't tied up with, like, I'm not getting angry at them because they're angry or they're angry at me. Um, they're just angry. So I think that one of the things that's super important for, you know, for physicians, for example, but I could see that you could say this for just about anything um, that comes to communication, was it was really helpful for me as a way to to be able to take a step back and say, you know, 
there's something wrong with this with this communication here. So let me just step back and, and think about this for a minute and see what I can do next rather than getting angry or, you know, whatever with the, with the person who's yelling at me. Um, so that was, that was something that I think I, I hadn't planned on learning that, but um, that's one of the things that I found super useful. Um, but then just at my job, um, you know, as a, as a university professor, we're, we're paid only a very certain amount, and there's a lot of things that we do that we're not paid for, but we're promoted on, like writing grants and writing papers and teaching and this and that. Um, and so one of the reasons why I was always going back to my office afterwards was that I always felt that I had so much to do and that I had to be perfect and I couldn't say no and I couldn't ask for help. Um, and and those were all things that were like this was this was me like this was me getting in my own way of trying to do things um and so with over much time um and with you know ongoing ebt i was actually able to say things like, well, no, I don't have to be perfect, and oh, it's okay to ask for help, and actually, it's okay to say no sometimes, you know, like, no, I really, I just can't take on this added job, like this, really, I I just have too much to do, and and like, that's okay to sometimes say no. Um, So... and, And everybody has different reasons why they, you know why they're doing what they're doing, those happen to be mine. But EBT allowed me to feel more confident about myself um, and um, feel and and get rid of some of these, like, long-held beliefs that I had, like, don't ever ask for help because asking for help means that there's something wrong with me um, or, you know, um, or I have to be, I have to do everything perfectly, which I mean, nobody can do everything perfectly. Um, so, I mean, help me get over some of these really unrealistic expectations that I had and, um, and that things aren't just black and white. Like, it's not like if I don't do this perfectly, then I'm a, then I'm a disaster. I mean, that, that's another thing that used to be a big problem for me. And so EBT helped me realize that it's like, there are shades of gray and like, that's okay. So, um, uh. so I think for me, those were some of the things that were the you know the biggest things in terms of having like too much to do and having to do everything at 100% all the time um and well, I- and then on top of that um i would say being happier because now i i wasn't feeling so like i didn't have any control mhm so that control but what what the listeners may not appreciate is that this change that you made and that we make with EBT is in the unconscious mind and the importance of that. And I just want to give a thumbnail sketch before we go uh, back and talk more about some questions that come in about work-life balance and also uh, having difficult conversations with a coworker on Zoom. But just, to, just this little point of science 
we now know that if you just think your way to trying to change your attitude, that's in the prefrontal cortex, the conscious memory system, the explicit memory system, or the thinking brain. And it works very well to do that when you're in low stress. But those days of low stress, which are typically brain state one or two, are, are, are not around much anymore. And given the realities of the world and the speed of change and such, we're going to be dealing with three, fours, and fives, which are the expectations that are unconscious that are in the emotional brain. We now know from research at New York University that these unconscious expectations, like I have to be perfect. Mine was, I have to be perfect. And in order to get rid of those and transform them to something more reasonable, more supportive, like I do the best I can, and that's, that's going to just be what it is. I'm doing the best I can, and I have to love myself unconditionally regardless. If, if we, we can't change those expectations unless we get stressed, and that's the light side of COVID, which is hard to find a silver lining at times. But because we're more stressed, this is the best possible time to do EBT because your brain is already stressed, which means those circuits at the bottom of the brain are unlocked. The synaptic connections are fluid and you can change them by using these emotional tools. You can't think your way there, but you can change those fundamental expectations that may have been encoded at the age of four or six. I think my perfectionism circuit came from my dad and it was in full form by the time I was probably five, which was why I was getting stomach aches all the time. But what I want to say is that the, the push we're under now at work is very stressful and those unconscious expectations that come out of nowhere are going to be there, but we can use EBT to actually change them now. Linda, I wonder if I could read to you. We do have Selena on the phone who will join us in a few minutes, maybe before the break or not maybe right after. But here's a couple questions I want to uh, just suggest to you, Linda, for your thoughts about. The, both of them are from Chris. And the thought is, one is, how do you balance work and home life when it's all happening at home? And you talked a little bit about neural integration and how you get to shades of gray and connection when you're really processing your emotions. But how do you see the brain being able to make those subtle decisions? When do you stop a phone call with work or a Zoom, go take care of your child who's crying? And when do you say, I think, sweetheart, you need to wait a little bit? I mean, how do you see the brain function and using EBT for those difficult decisions with balance of work and home? Yeah, so I'm going to say that I actually think the intro that you do for the cycle tool would be the way I would probably do this. Like, what, what, what am I most stressed about? You know, like the situation is this, but the thing that stresses me out the most is to try to come up with the, you used to say, like, pull the thread of spaghetti out of the tangle um, because everything's all knotted together. And so in order to to really work on, you know, on just this one thing, you have to try to um, to narrow down the focus um, to exactly what it is that, you know, the thing that's just the most stressful about this um, to try to see, you know, what it would be. I mean, I think that's that's probably how I would approach that um, because, I mean, otherwise there's lots of, lots of tangles in there and they're all pulling you in a different direction. 
great. And that's that. It's interesting because our last book was uh, What's My Number, which is just a summary of the five point system. It's a great little handbook you can tuck in anywhere. But the new book that's about to come out, it'll be out in uh, in August, uh, the end of August. It is the stress vaccine. Feel better, faster in challenging times. And that book focuses on one thing, the, actually the cycle tool that you're mentioning. So you can focus on what's upsetting you. And then if you just focus on it by thinking, the thinking brain will get overloaded with the stress response and shut down. And then you'll start ruminating and whatever. But it has you go right into expressing anger, which the anger releases the stress, and then sadness, fear, and guilt. And the whole process is three to four minutes in the form we're, we're showing it in that new book. So essentially, you're focusing on what's bothering you, processing the emotions, spiraling up, and figuring it out because your brain is working really well. What about the second question, Linda? That is, how, how do you have a difficult conversation with a coworker on Zoom when you can see them, you can hear their voice, but you can't really know their body language as much, and you worry that you're just missing something. What, what's your ex- advice or experience on that, of those Zoom yeah. work meetings? So I'm going to say that, you know, this is the communication part of EBT, where um, if I was going to have to have a difficult conversation with somebody, I would make sure that I was pretty much at a one or a two so that I... You know, I would be able to listen to what they were saying better, um, and um, and then um, I'm not sure if you still do this. Do you still teach like solution sandwiches? Sure, um, e- EBT sandwiches. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe if you want to describe that a little bit. Okay, um, great. Because I've I've always thought that was a useful tool too. So one of the basic techniques is in EBT is something called the EBT sandwich, which essentially gets you to a point of connection inside of yourself so you can really emotionally connect with another person and make a request that they can hear. People cannot hear a request if you're not authentic, if you're not really connected to the deepest part of yourself. So there's empathy and compassion as well as integrity. And they can't uh, really respond effectively to a request that doesn't make them feel as if they matter. So this is a brain-based way of doing it. You you do it maybe five or ten times. Actually, in our membership at ebt.org, there are tapes. In fact, we've been doing a whole series of tapes on the EBT sandwich. So you can just come right in and listen to real examples of this use. But the basic process is you connect with yourself, use the tools to get to one. Now, once you're one, you can really figure out how you feel and what you need, and you can also emotionally connect with the other person and, interestingly enough, be amazingly accurate in knowing how they feel and what they need. Now, once you've made that emotional connection, then you actually say a few words that are very helpful, and really, in life, sometimes we just need a few good words along with being at one and you basically empathize with them. You know, I appreciate this is really hard for you or this might not be okay or whatever. And then you do something really powerful. You tell them how you feel. You might say, I feel sad that this is going on or I feel a bit worried. Now people can hear scads and scads of, of ideas and they don't connect with them because we have such different ideas but there are very, very few emotions that humans have. 
So if I say that I'm sad or worried, even if you don't like me or you are really cut off or distracted, all of a sudden when I say those words, your brain is going to register that and you're going to empathize back and you're going to start listening. And then very quickly I say what I need, like I need your help with this. And then you make a request, say, would you please? And when you make a request, do not do a controlling request. Would you please do this for me right now? Because, heck, there's no way for them to feel like they matter and for you to honor that you care about how they feel. And so you say, would you please tell me how it would be for you to do that? And again, a little bit more honest empathy. And what's we've been told that this is something that should be licensed because it's so effective in getting the cooperation and support. But I'm glad you brought that up, Linda. I really am. So thank you for that. We're about to go to a break, but I just want to say one more thing. After the break, we're going to talk to Selena, uh, who's calling in. She's brand new to EBT. But we have one more request, and that is that this is someone who's at work. He's trying to do work. And she has her children at home, which uh, the, she's feeling very distracted, and she wants something, a very simple technique to share with her seven- and four-year-old boys. Boys are very active. She says, I'm concerned they learn to express their fears and emotions before they gain a sense that boys shouldn't be emotional. Oh, my gosh. If, if uh, the parents, both parents, including both genders, if there are two genders in, that, in the parental executive function... Uh, express emotions, kids will get the message that they cannot express emotions, particularly boys. Girls, if they do not get this, and this is obviously not just gender specific, there's a lot of variability here, but some other people who are little kids get overly emotional, they can't calm themselves down, so they learn that emotions aren't safe. And the the tool for brain state three is called Uh, the flow tool. And what it does is that you express eight emotions, four negative ones, then four positive in a very particular order that's brain friendly. And kids learn that they can be really angry, really sad, really afraid, and it just flows right into grateful, happy, secure, proud. So it would be that flow tool. What do you think, Linda? The basic tool for kids to learn to be emotionally competent and stress reduced in their lives? Well, as somebody who is taught not to ever express any emotions, I only wish that, you know, somebody had, you know, done something like that for me. So, um, yes. And, and it's not hard because, as you were saying before, like, emotions are something that, you know, people understand because they feel them and so it's it's relatively easy to have them you know they know what angry is and they know what sad is and so I actually think that that sounds like an amazing idea well beautiful and it reminds me I first developed these these tools how many years ago now you know more than 30 years ago on children and families and the children's Emotional brains are so open to change. They're so plastic. The kids just soak these these tools up. And the parents says, okay, now my kid has evolved more than I have in terms of emotional sophistication. May I please have the tools? And that's how we we started developing the adult program at the request of parents. So, yes, I I definitely appreciate that when kids have their their feelings, not just saying, and to name a feeling like I feel sad or happy, it's very different to be able to process their emotions with EBT because they get rid of the stress. Physiologically, they're clearing that stress. So this is part of being part of a new world where stress is higher. 
all we have to do is up our game and refigure our tools to be more emotionally effective and we can move through from stress to joy. Thank you so much, Linda, for being here so far. And we are having a, just a wonderful time with our program, which is Why Are We So Stressed? EBT is the Brain Body Solution. This is Dr. Laurel Mellon. We're going to take a really quick break. Uh, I suggest you go to ebt.org, get the Try Out the Tools membership. If you know a health professional or you are one, we have a movement to get our health professionals now trained in dealing with the level of stress that patients and all of us are facing right now. So we have new certification programs for health professionals. So definitely tell your health professional about emotional brain training. Go to our website and get certified. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. And after the break, we're going to hear more about real people and real solutions and the power of your amazing emotional brain. Please stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your emotional brain is amazing. Join the brain-based health movement by becoming a Brain Power member. Check out our fabulous memberships, concierge coaching, telephone groups, online learning, and our fabulous 30-day intensives. Go to ebt.org and use the coupon code BRAINPOWER for a 20% discount. Join today. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Discover the latest tools of brain power with EBT in our new book, What's My Number? One simple question that unlocks your brain's power for health, happiness, and purpose by Dr. Laurel Mellon. The tools are life-changing. Go to Amazon and order What's My Number by Dr. Laurel Mellon for yourself and for every stressed person you know. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. Release your stress anytime, anywhere with our mobile app, Brain-Based Health by EBT. Just select your number and our app will guide your way to feeling better faster. Visit ebt.org and use the coupon code BRAINPOWER for a 20% discount. Then release your stress and connect to the peace and power from within. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Brain Power with Dr. Laurel Mellon. To reach the program today, you may call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. 
You may also send an email to laurel at ebt.org. Now, back to Brain Power. Here again is Dr. <laughs> Laurel Mellon. <laughs> Hello and welcome back. Thank you so much for listening to Brain Power, Real People, Real Solutions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Today we have a wonderful topic, which is something that's at the top of mind for almost everybody, which is why are we so stressed? Obviously, we're we're stressed, there's a lot going on, but what can we do about it? If we really understand why we're feeling the way we're feeling, we can get the tools and techniques to unconditionally love ourselves, see ourselves as being stressed out, and then spiral up through that stress, through those emotions, the emotional pathways of the brain are the ones that will do that. Thinking and being aware will not at high, high levels of stress. We need to process those emotions and EBT gives us the tools to do that. We are here today with Linda Frasetto. Linda Frasetto is an EBT researcher. She has been integral to developing the conceptual basis of emotional brain training. She is an internist and kidney specialist at UCSF Medical Center and a professor emeritus of medicine in the division of nephrology at UCSF. And a dear friend, and a huge contributor to the emotional wealth, the kindness in our community, as well as the scientific rigor. And I just want to open it. You were just talking with me a little bit about stress and joy during our break. And I wonder if you could elaborate on that a little bit for our listeners. Yeah, so what I was saying was that, you know, Everything is so stressful all the time that even if I'm kind of just sort of a neutral, like at a three, I mean, I, do I want to just spend my whole life kind of being just kind of neutral and at a three? And that one of the things that EBT um, taught me was like having to checking in with myself, like, so I'm standing waiting for the shuttle so that I can go to another hospital and go to work. Um, so, like, well, but actually the shuttle stop is up at the top of the hill. It overlooks the entrance to San Francisco Harbor. It, if it's not foggy, you have this spectacular view. And so EBT, you know, taught me to, like, check in with myself. And if, you know, and so... If I do that, well, maybe I don't have to be at a three. Maybe I just looking at all this like amazing landscape and and it's sunny and you know or whatever, and I can say, "Wow, isn't that great?" And then I'm at a one. Um, and so, one of the things that I I really found the most the most rewarding for me with EBT was that. I could work on being happy, like I am creating joy in my life. And and I think that, that that's a really good way of putting it because I have some control over this. Like I, I'm not waiting for other things to make me happy. I, I can stop and I can say, wow, look at that view. And then I, that I can get up to a one and then life is better, even if it's only for, you know, a few minutes until I have to go back think about work again. But that's one of the things that I thought was very important for me, for me to continue doing EBT, not just getting rid of all the problems, but actually making my life happier, which I think probably was, you know, when when I started, you know, saying 15 years ago, like, why what was I looking for? I, I was an unhappy person and I didn't want to go through life 
grumpy and unhappy for, you know, decades, that would be just horrible. So this is the other thing that I think that EBT has super helped me with. So, and, and again, because I have some control over this. Like, I am not powerless. And for me, that's a very important thing. Doctors are all super control freaks. So, you know, um, so for me, I, I thought that was very important. And in you know, terms the, of... Yes. Yeah, go ahead. No, as you were saying. Well, I mean, you know, and everything is so stressful. I mean, um, and, you know, everything you hear on TV is stressful and everything you see is stressful and, you know, all the comments that people are making to each other on, you know, Twitter and whatnot. I mean, everything is so stressful. So, and so it's, I think it's really easy to feel like, like everything's out of control. It's like, ah, (laughs) and so being able to say, well, what can I do? You know, like I can't control any of that, but I, I have some control over me. Um, and for me, that was that just being able to actually not just say that, but do that to some extent was one of the things that actually keeps me doing EBT. So. But you know what's so interesting? I love what you're saying because the situation is we have joy inside of us. And one of the sad parts about the time before COVID, I know COVID is very tragic and very sad and very disruptive and, and has hurt so many of us and killed many people. But there's always the other side. And one of it is, is that we, I think many of us have learned that we were relying too much on artificial pleasures and institutions to give us a sense of security. In order to feel joy, you have to first clear away some of the terror and the stress. So all of the EBT tools start first by you complaining and saying, what's bothering you? And within about three minutes, you've cleared that and you're moving up to a state of joy. So it's very different than just trying to be happy Because when you're trying to be happy, you have this feeling inside like you're anxious and you're just really trying to be happy. And of course, it takes effortful control. But there's natural resiliency pathways, radical resiliency pathways in the brain that take you first down to clear out that emotional clutter and very quickly move up to a state where you have a real natural high that feels so authentic and so deep and it's chemically based. So the importance of that. The other thing is that when you start your day with EBT, you say to yourself, what? I am creating joy in my life, which is pretty radical right now, right? But interestingly enough, even when you say it and you don't quite believe it, it registers in the backfields of your mind and you start to say, oh, just like you did when you're waiting for the bus. Oh, what beautiful clouds there are or what the view is. And all of a sudden you start finding your, your brain picking up on the joy that is there for you. So it takes effort, but with the tools, you can get more of it to happen so that you feel better and are healthier more of the time. I know that uh, Selena, is on, Selena is on the phone. She's been a caller. She's been waiting for some time, and I wonder if Selena can, could join us. I know she's new to EBT, and welcome, Selena. Can you hear me? I can. Thank you for calling. Okay, good. This is, yes, this is, I'm here. Yes, this this is Dr. Linda Frechetto and Laurel Mellon, and we're we're looking forward to hearing how we can help. Oh, great! Thank you. Well, I have two things to say. Um, one is I like to, if it's okay, share 
something that happened which shows the effectiveness of EBT. I had a miracle experience this morning. I'm still in shock. <laughs> and uh, that would be a lead-in to some questions I have, but they're very generic, really. They're not relating to this particular topic. It's just about EBT in general. So Great. is that okay? By all means, thank you. Okay. So um, I'm a self-help junkie, and I am online, and I've ordered every book on Amazon and all YouTube videos, and I've been doing that for years, and they all show promise, but they never work. And I've been uh, studying EBT. I've been reading your book, um, The Stress Eating Solution, because I've been eating disorder that I've been trying to heal all my life. And um, I don't feel that I understand. I'm not a scientist. I don't understand it perfectly. But I downloaded the app. I've been working it, and it has. I have seen some relief. I have seen. It has been working for me with what little knowledge I have. But what happened this morning is nothing short of a miracle. I have another issue that needs to be healed, and just very briefly. There's like a pathological obsession about to-do lists and keeping my life in order, which has grown over the last 20 or 30 years to the point where um, if I have something to do or if I, ha- I, if I have to get ready for something and there's detail involved and I, I tend to get overly detailed, I have, it went from anxiety to now I'm in I'm total panic mode. And for the past year, it's gotten so bad that I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I've had to be... I've had to take some tranquilizers because I can't manage my life. And because of this problem, I'm not able to move forward and make progress and perform the mission that I was put on earth to do. That's been going on all my life. But this is the one thing that's been getting in my way. Plus, there's the eating disorder and trying to stay thin. So the combination of the two has created an incredible amount of anxiety. And this morning, I had to get ready to go to the public pool. I like to swim. To a normal person, you know, you pack some things in a bag, you go. Well, that's not the way I function. Um, To make a very long story very short, I was able to not only get ready on time calmly, but in addition to that, I was able to do my daily routine in the morning of meditation and exercise that I can never do when I have to go somewhere. So I did the meditation, I did the exercise, I got ready, I was calm, and I left on time. And I think that is the first time in 25 years that that has happened. And I attribute it to the fact that I'm not checking in every 30 minutes, but I am checking in a lot, and I'm working it as best as I can with little knowledge. And... Um, I have a spiritual practice. I heal through prayer, and I've healed everything under the sun known to man. But I have not been able to heal the eating disorder and this particular issue. And this is the first time there is a sign of light and progress. Oh, I'm so happy for you. And I want to say the only reason that happened is because you used the tools. And mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, you chose to say, okay, what is this EBT thing anyway? And, oh, I've been disappointed so many times. And you also have joined our community, right? You have an online membership. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And so the more you get involved in that, because there are, there are videos, there are audios, and there are daily groups, and there are, you're going to see that deepen. 
But you are working with really, really deep circuits there because the drive to overeat is all mixed up with all sorts of other needs for safety and love and even spiritual connection. It's in that part of the brain. So when you deactivate that drive to overeat circuit or that drive for control circuit with the lists and getting everything perfect, perfectionism is a sign of not having early love. Because it's not that we deserve love as kids. We were given love unconditionally. And if that somehow didn't happen, not through no fault of our parents, they may not, they may have had stressed brains themselves, or there may have been circumstances. But if that wasn't downloaded into our brain, then what happens is we need to use the emotional tools to clear that. And when we do, we come back to that state of connection and self-love and freedom. And that sounds what, like what you're experiencing is far more freedom. Yeah, uh, exactly. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still stunned because I've made a lot of progress with the binge eating disorder over the years through my spiritual practice. Uh, I would say it's about 95% healed, but it, it hasn't come to, co- to completion. And I'm hoping that EBT will bring the whole thing to completion so it's out of my life so I can live like a normal person Um, but the other one the anxiety and the time management it's doulist there has been no light at all it's only gotten worse like I said I had to to take tranquilizers because I started to go into total panic mode and I'm I'm really grateful that there is a sign of progress and light and I believe that if I progress in my understanding and practice that I'll see complete healing well, I'm so happy to hear that. And Linda, Linda, what would yeah. you like and, to say? And I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say practice. Um, because I think the thing that really was the most important to me was actually doing it. Um, and at the beginning, there was like this kind of resistance inside of me that kind of, I mean, I knew I was supposed to do it, but I wasn't doing it. Um, And so it took me a while to be able to actually just, like, doing the check-ins. Like, even if I couldn't do it every 30 minutes, like, at least try to do it, like, you know, a couple of times and, you know. And so if you're doing that, I'm I'm actually really impressed that, you know, you've actually skipped the step that I was at, which is like, uh, I don't really want to do this. So I, I think that sounds really terrific. Um, but it, and you also mentioned that there's a, a spiritual practice. EBT is not a religion. It's neuroscience. But the emotional brain is the seat of the soul. It's where we connect. If we didn't have an emotional brain, we'd just be like snakes, which might bring up some images for you because when anyone's at Brain State 5, we're all like snakes and we're, we're not able to feel. But it's compatible with all religions or worldviews and, and even being agnostic or atheistic because it's about what supersedes all of that, which is connection in the form we find it. So people end up blending it with, uh, with different religious practices or with uh, psychotherapy or psychiatry or medical problems. It's really foundational. And so I just want to say to you, what is your favorite tool of the tools on the app? Which one do you find yourself graduating, uh, moving toward more often? What is your favorite tool? Well, I can't really say. I do the check-in. I go through the process. I don't totally understand it. I just follow on the app, and I'm kind of 
doing it a little bit by rote, but uh, we, we've exchanged some emails. I don't know if you read my yes. response, but yes. I've had to see, well, I'm glad you said that people combine it with spiritual practice because I have a way of thinking and being that's totally embedded in my being. So, for instance, when it, it asks me, well, what are you feeling? What are you grateful for? My response would be, at this moment, I'm grateful for the love of God. That That's just the way I, you know, I, that's the way I respond to things. So a lot of the, the questions, if there's an other, I'll just say what is my own version of reality. Okay. Let, let me give you a short course in EBT real quickly. We have to close in a couple minutes, and then Linda is going to offer us an emotional brain tip of the week in just a moment. But let, let me just work this through with you for just a second, okay, Serena? Selena? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's take a moment. All you need to know with EBT is there's a series of lead-ins, which means very short phrases that are carefully chosen to be compatible with brain resilience. You say that either aloud or to yourself, or and with the app helps you so you don't have to think about it. You say those words like, the situation is, or I feel grateful that, or I feel sad that. It's a certain order for each of the levels of stress. All you do is focus your entire being on those phrases, and then you stop, and you connect with your body. You you put your, even put your hand on your on your belly if you want to. Wait until you feel connected. When you feel connected, it means your thinking brain and your emotional brain are connected. And so, instead of speaking from the top of your head, which will not help your stress level, it'll just stress you out more. The words bubble up from your connected unconscious mind, and they fill your conscious mind with some words that are just amazing. And then you pause, you wait, and you wait till that fades, you connect again, and you go on to the next leading. And that's all you have to know. Your app Uh plus that technique, it's all arranged so it will take you from stress to joy. So I would say think less, enjoy more, trust the tools and your body. Because I just said, trust your body. You know, thinking that just that, that phrase, pause, Wait for the bubble up into you, from your unconscious mind. Feel it, soak it in, really enjoy it, and then go to the next one. And just do that, nothing else. And that's what transforms us because it's the natural resiliency process in our own brain. Isn't that amazing? It, it really is. And, and I wasn't sure that I was doing it right. I know I, I read all that, what you've just said, and I wasn't sure if I was actually doing that or thinking or overthinking, but I see results and I see when you, at the very beginning, I can't quote it because it's so new to me, but the very beginning when you start and you take your breath and you get into that position, there's immediate relief from the anxiety and nothing has relieved my anxiety. (laughs) Great. Well, this is what I want you to do. Go to your your website, go to your homepage and look for the videos of the weekly workshop. There's going to be audios there to teach you just about everything and you can hear real people using the tools for almost anything. As soon as you can, get into a group because then you have five other people plus a provider and you have a real life experience. So week to week when you're having stresses, you hear them, you get to listen to them, you get to use it. And so you learn by doing and learn by being in a small community. That's what the brain wants because it's the social brain. I know we only have about three or four more minutes left. Anything else uh, Selena, that you'd like to say to our listeners before we transition? Yeah, I have a question. Um, 
this, like I said, I've tried everything under the sun. This is the first thing that has worked for me. Is the scientific medical psychiatric community, several questions, are they aware of EBT? Has it found acceptance? And why did I not find out about this earlier? <laughs> I have been researching for years. I, everything, open uh, anxiety, neuroplasticity, you name it, I've been there. I know. Well, I, will, I, I, I will say that. I, I will tell you that. And, and how does this... Yeah, okay. <laughs> this, this is based on pure science from, you know, those of us, a small group at UCSF, Igor Mitrovich, who is a neuroscientist and a physiologist, uh, Linda Frasetto, uh, Lin- Linda, uh, so in other words, a very small group of people, Lindsay Fish, Judy Zare, who you've seen, a uh, very small group of people. We're not marketers. <laughs> we're, we're researchers and we're clinicians. And uh, also what we did is uh, we revised it to the point that we felt that now it was ready to be scalable neuroscience-based healthcare. And, you know, we're perfectionists too. <laughs> and so it's just with this last year of getting these new books out that it is so clean, it is so slick that we are now opening up training for health professionals. And that's our brain-based health mission. We want all health professionals to be trained in emotional brain training because this is the new world of high-level stress. And we want everyone, including children, adolescents, parents, older people, I'm getting goose pimples saying this, to have these skills so that they can understand they don't have to suffer. You can move through those feelings back to joy. So become part of the movement. Become part of the EBT movement to give people these tools. We welcome you to become involved. And I really appreciate you calling today. Maybe you want to stay on where Linda's going to give her emotional brain tip of the week. Anything you'd like to say to be be inspiring to to our listeners, Linda? So um, one of the things that we do in my EBT group is my my provider um, always asks us, like, what's your amazing learning for the week? And it doesn't have to be anything super special, but it's just something that, you know, it's like you recognize, like, oh, you know, um, I'm normally... Uh, really grumpy all the time, but this week, I was trying to be super nice. I was trying to be at more at a one, and the more I was at a one, the more my boyfriend was at a one, and so he would smile at me more, which would make me smile at him more, and then he would smile at me more, and so that would just feed back and forth to each other, and so I was just kind of saying, oh, hey, isn't that great? Like, look, those mirror neurons are working. That's EBT. Um, <laughs> and so so I'm going to say that there's all kinds of amazing learning out there, and, you know, you pick one that's just like, oh, this little thing for me was what's amazing for me now. Exactly. What you're passionate about, what you learn by using the skills or being in life, Share it with someone else and inspire them. And that inspiration goes back and forth. And I am so grateful again. Selena, thank you for being here and being part of EBT. And Dr. Linda Frasetto, thank you for being a leader in EBT, for really being at the foundation of the science of emotional brain training and help the world really, be a better Laurel, place. This is, this is you, you know. <laughs> I mean, you're you're the brains behind this. So, um, and thank you, Selena, for calling in. It's nice to have actually somebody to talk to on the radio and talk about something specific. So, thank you. Yeah, beautifully well, thank done. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you. <laughs> I thank you. Again. And I appreciate everything you're doing. Well, thank you okay. for being part of it. We welcome you. And everyone, this is Dr. Laurel Mellon, host of Brain Power, Real People, Real Solutions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Thank you so much for listening to our program. Please, there are 12 other programs that are posted here. Definitely listen to them. Visit ebt.org. Become part of the solution of being able to move from stress to joy to connecting to the deepest part of ourselves. Again, thank you for being part of EBT and Brain Power. And I hope you create today joy in your life and watch your joy radiate out and other people will catch it. They'll feel it. And you know you're part of the solution. Thank you again for being part of Brain-Based Health by EBT. And thank you for all the Voice America people, including the, the staff at EBT, including our CEO, who is Walt Rose, Michael McClure, Franny, uh, Dev, the whole group that has made all this possible. And thank you again, Linda, for being part of this. Thank you again, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Thank you again for listening to Brain Power this week. Please join your host, Dr. Laurel Mellon, again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And don't forget to catch our weekly replays on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 